the Journey Hometown Journal. And what we do is recruit, train, and support volunteer advocates to essentially be the voice for children who have been removed from their home uh, due to some type of abuse or neglect. Welcome to the Hometown Journal. I'm Mark Edwards. This week, we're focusing on CASA of Central Virginia. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. And they have a big event coming up next Saturday, November 6th. It's called the Superhero Run. We'll be telling you more about that a little later in the program. Our guest is Kelly Diaz, Recruitment and Development Director for CASA. Kelly, welcome to the program. Tell us a little bit about your background and how that led you to working with CASA. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, so I have been involved with various nonprofits. I actually am from Florida, and I moved here in 2012. And when I lived in Florida, I was involved with the Crisis Pregnancy Center, and I loved it so much. So when I moved here, I was able to uh, find a job here in Lynchburg with another nonprofit where I was able to work there for a few years. And then this job came open at CASA, and um, I have a, a... family situation where I had a brother when he was growing up, he was neglected by his birth mother. And so it's always been very important to me for for these children to have advocates. And I always think about the difference his life would have had if he would have had an advocate. So that's always been something important to me. And when this job came open, I was very excited to take it. Well, Kelly, share with us what the CASA volunteers do and the overall work that the organization does uh, in working with children. So CASA, like you said, stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. And what we do is recruit, train, and support volunteer advocates to essentially be the voice for children who have been removed from their home uh, due to some type of abuse or neglect. So our, our advocates are the eyes and the ears of the judge. You know, a lot of children, especially young ones, they do not get to go to court. Uh, So judges never lay eyes on them. And, you know, they don't get to say what they want or what they need. And so our advocates see those children at least twice a month. They get to know those children. They spend time with them. And they are also involved with everyone else in the case. So, you know, they're talking to any um, anyone involved. So biological parents, foster parents, other professionals. And then they they provide their advocacy through a court report that's given to the judge before each hearing. So that is essentially what they do. And they advocate for that child from the beginning of the case all the way until either they are returned home safely or a safe and permanent home is found for them. I would imagine that that is a career or a volunteer opportunity that is both challenging at times heartbreaking and then is well rewarding because you are working hard to make a better life for these children certainly you know we always say that our advocates change a child's story and it's truly what they do Um, but like you said you know sometimes you may advocate for that child all the way through and the outcome may not be what you wanted to see happen, uh, you know, and you have to be able to to be okay with that at the end of the day and just know that you did everything that you can for them. Uh, you know, we have a lot of wonderful success stories that we, that we get to see, you know, reunifications, children who are able to go back home safely or who are adopted into a safe and a permanent home. And we are so thankful for the people who step up to do that as well. But yes, it can definitely be a heavy role. Um, It takes the right type of person to do it. 
sometimes people tell me, you know, I just, I just can't do that because I can't think about it. But, you know, one of our advocates told me one time that when somebody tells her that it's too hard for them to do, she always tells them the children are literally who are going through what's hard. So if I can be there to help it be a little easier along the way, then I'm willing to do that. This week on the Hometown Journal, we are talking with Kelly Diaz, the Recruitment and Development Director for CASA of Central Virginia. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what is involved in being a CASA volunteer, a court-appointed special advocate. You can check out their website to find out more. That's cvcasa, C-V-C-A-S-A dot org. Back with more in a minute. Take fresh music and encouragement with you. Now playing the My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today from your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you along with our guest, Kelly Diaz, Recruitment and Development Director for CASA of Central Virginia. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. Uh, Kelly, you were sharing with us a little bit about what CASA volunteers do. How does one become a Court Appointed Special Advocate? So the very first step to becoming one is to attend an information session, and we like to be very transparent about what this role is. So it's about an hour long, and I lead those, and, you know, it just answers a lot of questions um, about how CASA was started and what the role looks like, what the expectations are, um, how many hours per week it might take you to do this role. And, you know, then we do, after that step, if you decide to apply, there's an application process, background checks, fingerprinting, then we do uh, an interview process, and then we do a training class three times a year. So, go into that training class, it's it's anywhere between six to nine weeks long, and one day, one night a week, and then after that, you are inducted into... um, to, to be a CASA by one of the, our local judges, which is a very lovely ceremony, and then you accept your first case. Is there a, a requirement that a volunteer has to have a background either working with children or has a, a familiarity with the, the court system and the legal system? No, there is no requirement at all. And, you know, a lot of people ask that question that they think that there needs to be some sort of type of law, you know, background or something like that. And there's not, like I said, we provide all of the training for you and we have continuing trainings as well. So, you know, there's no one cookie cutter case. So we're always supporting you. Each of our advocates have an advocate manager who is always going to court with them, who is with them every step of the way. They have a great support system and, you know, we, we just try to always keep them informed, but we do say people who need who have time on their hands. So people who are able to commit to this role, somebody who definitely has the time availability. We say that this takes about three to five hours per week. And, you know, that kind of ebbs and flows depending on the the time of the case. So maybe at the beginning of the case you're going to be spending more time. Then there may be some lulls and then at the end of the case you'll be spending, you know, more that four to five hour time. But yeah, so to be able to have time and be able to, you know, just just stick with it, stay with that child, because everyone's let that child down and we don't want to be somebody who lets that child down as well. And this is CASA of Central Virginia. So tell me a little bit about the territory that that includes. Sure. So we serve Lynchburg, Amherst, Appomattox, Bedford, Campbell, and Nelson, and we have 
waiting list in each one of those counties right now in the city of Lynchburg. I believe we have about 72 children on our waiting list right now. So, you know, we need more volunteers. It's really important. And our goal is to have advocates waiting for children instead of children waiting for advocates. Okay, very good. We'll give the contact information again at the end of the program, but I'll give you an opportunity right now. If someone's listening and they say, hey, I would be interested in finding out more about becoming an advocate, how do they do that? Sure, they can go to our website at cbcasa.org. We also have a Facebook page that they could go to. Uh, You know, we have an Instagram page. We're pretty much anywhere, any of the social media platforms, we're there. But our website is the best location. This is the Hometown Journal. And this week we are talking with Kelly Diaz, the Recruitment and Development Director with CASA of Central Virginia. And as Kelly mentioned, their website is cvcasa.org. That's C-V-C-A-S-A dot org. When we come back, we'll share another way that you can be involved, and that is by participating in the Superhero Run coming up Saturday, November 6th. On the go with the My Journey FM mobile app. Check it out. Find it in your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards along with you as we continue our conversation about Casa of Central Virginia. Our guest is Kelly Diaz, the Recruitment and Development Director for CASA. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. Kelly, you've been sharing with us what the training looks like for a CASA volunteer. How many training sessions are there a year? So we do three different training sessions each year. Right now we're in the middle of our fall training class. We will start in another training class in February, and then we'll do another one in June. Are there other volunteer or other needs that CASA has that someone could volunteer for if they say, I'd love to work with what CASA is doing, but I'm not, maybe I'm that person that uh, being an advocate might be too difficult? Yes, absolutely. We have a lot of different events that we have. We have, um, you know, different things each month. We're actually working on a program right now because we call our advocates superheroes. So we're working on a program right now called Sidekicks. So Sidekicks are going to be, you know, people who can't commit to that advocate role, but are extremely important to this organization because of all the other volunteer needs that we have as well. All right. You mentioned superheroes. So let's talk about them and let's talk about that event that's coming up. It's the Superhero Run. Tell us more about it. Yeah. So it's the seventh annual Casa Superhero Run. It's coming up on November the 6th and it'll be downtown at Percival's Island. And it's just a super fun event for, you know, kids, families. We have a 5K run, 5K walk, which is um, sponsored by Simplematic Automation. And then we have our one-mile kids run, which is sponsored by Centra. We also have a 0.0-mile couch crusader for people who just <laughs> want to collect swag and sit on the couch. So they can do that as well. We have virtual options, um, but it's so much fun, and we're so excited to be able to have this event back in person. Our theme is Black Panther this year, so we have a lot of really cool-looking shirts and medals and capes for kids. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, you can learn more about that at lynchburgsuperherorun.com, and we have all the information on there as well as how to sign up for that. What other events does CASA have throughout the year uh, that the the listeners can be involved in that helps support the work of the organization? So in the month of November, we participate. We're one of the benefactors of Mustaches for Kids. So we are always looking for men to grow their mustaches during the month of November. That's a lot of fun and uh, a large portion of our budget. 
Then we also have what's called um, Casablanca, which is our black tie gala that will be held at the Virginian in March. Uh, we just wrapped up a um, golf tournament, which was a lot of fun, called For the Kids Golf Tournament, which we collaborate with Big Brothers Big Sisters. We had that in September, and Moore's Electric and Electrical and Mechanical sponsored that, and it was so, just such a great time. Uh, we have Casa Quarterbacks, which is our male recruitment program. We also uh, collaborate with Big Brothers Big Sisters with that because we all seem to have the same need of volunteers, but especially men. So we know how important it is for these children who are at risk to see what a successful man looks like and one that's going to, you know, stay by their side and um, not leave them. And so we know how important that is. So we are always striving to get more men involved. Our tagline for our race is every child needs a hero, but abused and neglected children need superheroes. And that's truly what our volunteers are. If there were no volunteers, we would have no CASA. So we're so thankful for them. And we just always want to recognize the hard work that they do. And they're so respected in the community. The judges are so supportive of the CASA program. And we're so thankful for that. Um, but yes, yeah, just so, so thankful for what our advocates do. Well, today we wanted to share some information with you about how you can be involved with CASA of Central Virginia. If you're interested in finding out more about becoming a court-appointed special advocate or a volunteer in other areas, or you want to learn more about that superhero run, the website is cvcasa.org. That's C-V-C-A-S-A dot org. I'm Mark Edwards. Again, our thanks this week to Kelly Diaz, the Recruitment and Development Director for CASA of Central Virginia. And thank you for joining us for the Hometown Journal. You've been listening to the Journey Hometown Journal. If you're a part of an organization or know of one in the communities we serve and would like to be considered as a guest, please make your request at myjourneyfm.com, email office at myjourneyfm.com, or call 800-424-9594. The Hometown Journal is a presentation of The Journey.